It's Wednesday. Wicked, wicked Wednesday. Most favorite day of the week. I love Wednesday. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, bizarre and hilarious things that happened during sermons. Plus the latest news, a game, and more. But first, it is August 14th, and we've got just a couple holidays to celebrate today. Just a couple holidays. Hey, I have officially been 34 for one month today. Just a fun fact. <laughs> a fun fact that only I care about. Shut up. <laughs> uh, we know that I love my birthday, and I love it so much that a month after my birthday, I still have to bring it up. I have now been my birthday for a month. For one whole month. All right. It's National Cream Sickle Day. Mm-mm. So I love a cream sickle, but when we were kids, there used to be the raspberry oh. popsicles that were filled with the cream. Uh, OMG, they were my gross. fave. My gross, fave. Gross, gross. Anything raspberry is the bomb. Have you seen that? I'm not uh, okay with the second day. Have you seen that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't think you know what it is. I know what it is, <laughs> but it doesn't sound right. Have you seen the the Tasty Freeze cream sickle? Like no. coating they have now? No. Like instead of dipping it in chocolate, it dips it like in this orange cream, your no. ice cream cone. Over a wiener schnitzel. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I haven't tried it yet, but I am enticed. I wanna see. Okay. Alright, so That's what's it. the what's the second holiday? Nope, with? it is just National Creamsicle Day. <laughs> That's all I'm going with. Sorry for you. You can announce the second one if I you don't want understand your problem. <laughs> it is National VJ Day. Okay. VJ stands for Video, Video Jockey. Jockey. I know. I get it. <laughs> From MTV. Remember when that used to be a real big thing on MTV? All the VJs? I you think it, I think it's just <laughs> taken a term, like a turn. The term has taken a turn for the worse, <laughs> and I just can't anymore. I can't. Video jockey is good for me. <laughs> Sorry to all of our listeners who are now like, OMG, Mo has got issues. Get your mind out of the gutter, Mo. Listen. Gutter I can't mind. help where it goes. Gutter mind, Mo. Gutter mind, Mo. You know. Well, anyway, if you missed the days of old uh, MTV when they actually played, played music videos, videos and thus needed a video jockey then uh, this is the day to celebrate them. I do miss the olden MTV days. Like, right. I can remember waking up in the morning and turning on, because there was a countdown in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so I'd catch that last part of the countdown as I was getting ready for school that day, and then I'd come home in the afternoon, and it would be TRL. Right. TRL, man. That lasted Carson a long time. Daly. Mm-hmm. Yep. I miss those days. Yep. Now it's all reality TV show about spoiled 16-year-olds and Listen, pregnant 16-year-olds. I love <laughs> reality TV. We all know this about me. It's my oh, favorite thing. I hit my microphone. But, I, oh, it's usually me. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't done that in a while. Nope. But I, I do miss music videos, video music videos, video music videos. Music video video music videos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I still, like, for some reason, whenever I think of a music video, I, for whatever reason, envision Waterfalls by TLC. Like, that's the first music video that always comes up in my mind. I don't know why. 
And see, every time someone mentions waterfalls, I think of the Weird Al Yankovic song, Don't Go Making Phony Calls. Oh my gosh. Don't see? go making phony calls. Just stick to the seven digit numbers you used to. <laughs> then it had a Bart Sim- Simpson interlude with him making calls to Moe's Tavern. Prank calls. Yeah. Did you ever make prank calls when you were a kid? I don't think that I did make prank calls. It was, I just did the whole three-way calling where I was secretly on the line (laughs) and nobody knew that I was there except for, you know, my one friend. Mm -hmm. Or we did the party line, which it wasn't called party line back in the day. It was just called ingenious because I called three-way and then my friend on three-way called three-way and then that friend called. Yeah, so we ended up having like 10 people on the phone, but... That's so annoying, though. How did you have any conversations? No, we didn't have conversations. We only did that to set people up. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, like, my group of friends were all like, hey, let's call so-and-so and and find out which one of us he really likes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Or, well, no, what was awful... They never said me. No, no. What was awful was Homeboy was writing letters to each one of us and thought that we would never find out, but we found out. And so when, I don't even remember all my friends' names, but there was a a group of six of us and this one boy, and I should call him out, but I'm not. Because I don't know where he's at right now. And you, can't, and you can't define him by his one mistake. That's right. But he's not even on Facebook or social media of any kind or anything. So I don't know what's going on with his life. But we called him on the party line. And my one friend was the only one who was talking to him. So he, she was the only one who he thought was on the phone. While all the rest of us are sitting quietly. And was wasn't dating him? Was this a neutral party? No, no. It was one of the girls that he had... Okay. He was trying to write letters to, and this boy did this from 6th grade to 12th grade when we all graduated. He was still doing this mess, but I don't know. We were all dumb enough to still fall for it. Um, So she's on the phone, and she's like, so did you write so-and-so a letter? No, I didn't write her a letter. Well, did you write so did the other girl a letter? No, I didn't write her a letter. And so we get him in all these lies, right? And then at the end, we're all like, yeah, we're on the phone, and you did write us a letter, and this is what that letter said. And we're opening up our letter and reading it out loud. Yeah. Don't be that boy. That sounded very high school. It was middle school. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it made me so proud, like, in those moments. The vengeance. Listen, the that's vengeance, when girls. Live vengeance. That's when girls came together and had each other's backs. Right. Even though we all continued to write him letters and continued to think that we were his one and only girlfriend, <laughs> we still had each other's back. So he went to each and every one of them. Listen, baby, I stopped writing letters to all those other girls. He it's did. Just you. He did. And you all just like. And he okay, had girls at every at school. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Y'all want to know why I have trust issues. I blame a lot of it on my parents, but it's also a lot to do with this boy. Okay? (laughs) That guy might as well face it. He's addicted to love. Let's move on. If you like what we do here, (laughs) the Backroom Morning Show and Backroom Radio as a whole, please consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash backroomradio. Don't go writing love letters to other radio stations. 
Just focus on us. We'll put you on party line and blast all your business. Now, if you can help us out for you know, $1, $2, uh, maybe the cost of one triple scoop ice cream cone a, a month, which is roughly $7 a month, we would appreciate it. Uh, it's, it's a little amount that um, I would say most people wouldn't even notice it gone if you put on automatic payments. And it would do a lot of good in helping us continue this ministry 24-7, commercial-free, amazing Christian music to both uplift, inspire, and uh, 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 um, what's the word? What's the word? Commiserate? Sure. <laughs> Something like that. I don't like know that. where you're trying to go. All emotions. All of our areas. Because, you know, we talk about we're not against the positive, encouraging radio station out there for their goal positive and encouraging and while most of the music that we do play is positive and a lot of it is very encouraging there's also songs from artists that are struggling we put the struggling songs not just the uplifting songs on there because it's real it's a reality and it's something that a lot of us deal with and sometimes we can feel like we're the only ones that way when everyone else is singing nothing but positive and encouraging we sometimes need to commiserate with other people who are struggling in the ways that we are. And so we try to put all of that on our radio station so we can all feel that way. We can all know that we're not alone and that there's hope out there. That's one of our main goals in the back row. And that's why a lot of us tend to sit in the back row of our churches and our schools and society at large. And so if that's something that you can get behind, then join us on the back row and help support us over at patreon.com slash backrowradio. Moving on. You are not alone. <laughs> oh, on Wednesdays, you. we like to hit to the social. Hit to. Though you're far check out away. Social. I am here gonna, to stay. Just going to wait it out. <laughs> Let's wait till it's over. I'm just going to keep singing it, so you might the as sad, well keep going. The sad thing is I can't stop you legally because we technically can sing it if we want to because <laughs> we pay for the licensing. Ooh. I can't say stop singing it. We are going to get sued. There you, there was a time where you had to say that. <laughs> stop singing! Stop singing! <laughs> I did. I'd have to drown you out. Yep. Ah, I don't want copyright. Ah. Well, it was me and Deidre singing Bubbling Up. Right. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Lifeway gets really touchy about their songs. <laughs> None of them are even on YouTube this year. Like in previous years, you could go on YouTube and like learn the motions and stuff because someone had uploaded them and Lifeway didn't care. But this year, they struck down every single video that got popped up. Ay, ay, ay. It's ridiculous. All right. Artist updates. We are joining the social media world to see what all of our favorite artists have been up to lately. Matthew West has found a secret. The secret to a good night's sleep on the bus. He posted a picture of his stuffed rabbit and added, I slept so great on the bus last night. Aw, with little bunny foo stuffed rabbit. I, I slept with a stuffed animal far longer than I care to admit. Really? <laughs> so well I into, shouldn't be... Well into high school. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't be concerned that my boys do it still. Your boys? Both your boys? Both okay. my boys. Topher has had a purple cow since he was two. Yeah, really? That Chris's grandmother bought him. And he calls it baby. Has called it baby since he got it. <laughs> and that thing is like just a piece of purple fabric now. It's not even <laughs> stuffed anymore. 
It's like a bobblehead stuffed animal because that's yeah. the only part of it that has any stuffing left. I think it was when I was, I never had like a favorite stuffed animal until I was, I think in fourth grade and my mom bought me a, it was, it was a beanie baby, but it was a, one of the big ones that mm-hmm. they kind of made a plush stuffed animal still filled with beans or whatever, but it was like a plush and it was a, it was a red bull. And, uh, I had that thing. I didn't like, I didn't like cuddle with it and I never did. I never like hugged it or anything, but it was in the bed with me at all times, pretty much through till I got married. <laughs> See, both and of I my still boys... have it. It's still in my office. Really? At home. Yeah. Both of my boys cuddle with theirs. They will like head. What is that? A headlock. Headlock it to sleep <laughs> in the, the crevice of their elbow every night. Wow. I know. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And Topher for real doesn't care. Like Cannon, when he goes to camp or when he goes to sleepovers, whatever, he'll keep it at home. Topher don't care. Topher takes that thing everywhere he goes that he's going to stay the night. I'm proud of him. <laughs> no concern. You do you, Topher. You do you, boo. <laughs> Danny Goki posted a picture of his highly pregnant wife lifting weights and added, hope the baby doesn't plop out. He was videotaping her workout just in case. I got to tell you, that was slightly offensive. Highly pregnant wife. <laughs> David Dunn on the rigors of parenthood. Me gets a brand new iPhone. My one-year-old, this belongs in the toilet. Wow. My kids, neither of them, have ever thrown anything in the toilet. No, none of mine either. Have. Really? Yeah. I feel like it's such a common plight. And it's so weird that it hasn't happened to either one of us. You know what also my children have not done, and I'm very, very proud of this? Hmm. Cut their own hair. Yeah, neither of mine have done that either. That is something that I'm, like, super proud of. The boys, <laughs> I didn't really ever have to think anything about it, although... Right. Yeah, Mila would be the bigger Yes, but problem. from the time Mila was... The time she got her first haircut, Samantha has been cutting her hair since the very beginning. We have drilled into her. Who is the only person who puts scissors on your hair? Miss Samantha, where is the only place that you go to get your hair cut? The shop. Okay. Since she was like less than less than three years old. Yeah. Who's the only person? And still, you ask her at eight today, who's the only person that cuts your hair? Miss Samantha? Okay. You keep that in mind. Uh, Nina Renfro said, there are apparently people who come to Costco and only buy like four things. What's the point? Have you ever gone to Costco or Sam's Club and bought a few things? No. Or have you always filled up a giant cart? You always fill up a giant cart. (laughs) And you always buy things that you don't need. And you always go on sample day. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. 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 I love going. I only go to to Sam's Club because of work. Like here, you know, replenishing janitor stuff. Yeah. But I sure do spend a whole lot of time going through every single aisle that I don't need to go down. Just to see, yeah, I could totally buy that. I could buy this. See, and, and I, I like I like some of the craziest things at Sam's Club. Like they have some really good books for kids, like collection yeah, books. We've seen those. We've gotten a couple of those in the past. Um, I like their clothes. I'm one of the weird people who actually goes shopping at Sam's for clothes because they have cute stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't go just for the food. I go for the inner. The inner I, stuff? The yeah. Stuff. Yep. I will say that 
the Sam's Club that's closest to us, the one in Lubbock, mm-hmm. does the bakery stuff way better than our Walmart does. Really? It's the same bakery stuff, but they do it so much better. And so that's what I liked. If we're having, like, usually we do Celebrate Recovery on Thursday nights. Uh, well, we, not usually. We do Celebrate Recovery on Thursday nights. It, it's an every week thing, Matt. And it's an every week thing. And because it's an every week thing, we also do it on Thanksgiving night every year. And we don't typically have all that many people here, so we usually do just like a movie night and we have snacks and stuff. And I always go to Sam's Club, get the big thing of the cookies that they make, and they're usually Christmas cookies at this point. And so it's oh, it's always fantastic. Last two years have been great. I think that's really the only time, and I don't know why it is, but that's really the only time that we go to Sam's Club or Costco. It's around the holidays. Yeah. And we were smart last year and went right before Thanksgiving. So we got like peanut oil and seasonings and all of the, the Thanksgiving necessities yeah. for cheap. And then I also bought all the baking stuff for Christmas cookies for cheap. <laughs> that's the way to do it. Yeah. All right, Matthew West was recently asked to share his weirdest food combo. His answer was, does putting honey in your coffee count? That doesn't seem all that weird to me. Seems just like another sweetener. Yeah. Here's the thing. I love honey and tea. Yeah. I, for some reason, can't rationalize honey in my coffee. Really? I don't know why. Because it's the same thing as putting it in my tea. Essentially, yeah. Just one brown water being exchanged for another brown water. I don't know why I can't, but I just can't. <laughs> well, what is a weird food combo that you do? Like for me, the probably the weirdest one is that when I get a snow cone, Ugh. it's always pickle juice and cherry. Always. And it's so good. You're so it's weird. So good, you guys. Well, I like butter in my coffee. And that I feel like, I mean, it's not a outlandish thing but i don't think a lot of people have ever thought of it yeah yeah i like butter and cinnamon that's a big deal in like keto yeah right which is why i got hooked on it right adding but i'm no longer keto anymore now i just enjoy food all food (laughs) all the time now i'm just happy fat and happy for real (laughs) you're not fat no i'm I'm fluffy i'm fat um i do and i don't think that this is weird by any means. But if I eat a sandwich, which I don't care for sandwiches a whole lot. So if I eat a sandwich, I have to be able to have potato chips to put in the sandwich. <laughs> you can't eat a sandwich without the potato chips. I, I think you told me that before. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just like soggy. <laughs> I need to have Everything's a little Everything's wet and gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wet and soft. And bleh. Yeah. <laughs> it's I just already don't care pre-chewed. For it. Yep, exactly. (laughs) So you got to give me the chip to add a little bit of crunch. Or I'm okay with like a grilled cheese sandwich without chips because then the bread becomes toast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm okay with that. I always put so much butter on my grilled cheese sandwiches that even though it toasts up, it's still very soft. Yeah. (laughs) So I usually do a triple decker grilled cheese. You know how to make that? What do you put in it? Just three things of cheese? No. <laughs> you. Oh, to a three, piece of bread in three, the middle? Yeah, but you toast that piece of bread first, just like in the regular toaster. And then you put two slices of cheese on the normal bread, toast two slices of cheese, normal bread, cook that up, squish it flat. Oh gosh, so good. See, now I like a pickle grilled cheese. 
Oh, no. It's so oh, I'm so not good. a fan of adding anything to grilled cheese that's not the grilled cheese itself. Just oh, cheese, you're crazy. cheese, butter, bread, and maybe some garlic salt. People who put tomatoes and pickles and mayonnaise and bacon in it. Oh, bacon I could probably do. But all the other ones, no. Kara and Kevin, Chris and I, we did one night where we did gourmet grilled cheese. Yeah. And it was the different different cheeses, different breads. Um, but then we did apple slices in there. Oh, so good. So good. No, no. So good. No, yep. no. Yep. Gross. The <laughs> best bread to make grilled cheese with Ugh. is the um, Sara Lee Italian bread. Mm. That is the best bread. Deidre and I used like some sourdough. Yeah. Like from a real fresh loaf of sourdough once. Yeah. And it was dense. But it was amazing. I'm sure it had good flavor. Yeah, it was killer. And we did that with like tomato soup to dip it in. Oh, yeah. Golly. So you can tell that it's at the end of summer. Well, we're already, school is back in session. But this happened at the end of summer for me. Um, Last week, Topher wanted to make a grilled cheese sandwich. And my kid is, he'll be 14 in December, right? Um, My eight-year-old knows how to make grilled cheese. And Topher was like... So what do I do? Where's the plug? Because we use our griddle. Where's the plug for the griddle? What do I put on first? Do I need to butter the bread or can I just put butter on the griddle? What about the cheese? What kind of cheese do I use? It got to the point where I was like, if you can't make your own daggone grilled cheese sandwich, you're not going to eat today. Stop asking me how to do it and figure it out. (laughs) Trial and error, son. Trial and error. I was like... Cheese first and then the bread? And then cheese. Because it's a grilled cheese, right? The cheese needs to be on the grill. Yeah, that sounds exactly like him. I grill the cheese, right? Not the bread. Otherwise, it'd be grilled bread with cheese, yeah? No. No. That was one of those moments where I walked away and went in my bedroom and I was like, I just yelled at him about a grilled cheese sandwich. I just lost my cool over a grilled cheese sandwich. Can we go back to school yet? Oh my gosh, that's funny. It, you say it's funny. <laughs> you just wait. You're going to have your equivalent one day and it's going to uh, be like, oh, I feel so bad for laughing oh no, at Mo yeah, now. I've, I've, I've yelled at for very dumb things. I, but <laughs> I'm not making your food for you. <laughs> How do we make a peanut butter sandwich? We put the peanut butter on the plate and then scoop it up with the bread? listen where do i do i put this kid is on the spectrum for being a genius and yet he cannot make a grilled cheese sandwich he is going to find the cure for cancer one day as long as he doesn't get run over by a car first i found the cure for cancer can someone make me a sandwich (laughs) i'm just saying oh man that's funny yeah Luke Smallbone, by the way, we're doing artist, artist updates, updates, guys. <laughs> artist updates. Luke hey, Smallbone. it's Wednesday. There's a rant somewhere, yeah, right? We left no. It out this time. no, no, there's not. <laughs> Luke Smallbone says playing a song for the first time is always an adventure. For King and Country played their song together for the first time. The song together. Like the song named together. For the first time at a show in Vegas last week, Luke posted, I get a little apprehensive because I don't know the lyrics that well. We've rewritten the song so many times that we've put the lyrics in the wrong places and now they're in the right places, but my brain tells me they're in the wrong places. Oh, poor Luke. That's one of those things that I've always thought about with artists. It's like, 
do you always remember the lyrics exactly the way they ended up? Because it's a process of writing songs. Do you ever accidentally sing the wrong version of the song? All right, and lastly, earlier this month, Chance the Rapper released his debut album called The Big Day. And as the first full-length follow-up to his acclaimed mixtapes, Acid Rap, and Coloring Book, it was expected to be his magnum opus. The project included an expansive list of eccentric big-name collabs with Death Cab for Cutie, Nicki Minaj, John Legend, Sean Mendez, a whole, whole list of others. Co-production credits from Chance on every track and an updated set of the artist's signatures, Vulnerable Joyous, cozy raps about his life. And despite all the hype, all the hype that went, uh, sorry, for what uh, many consider to be one of the top five hip-hop artists right now, The Big Day missed its anticipated Billboard Hot 200 number one spot, landing at number two behind NF's the search what? nf runs away with his second album in a row topping the billboard hot 200 chart nf came this is one of the most anticipated albums from any hip-hop artist pretty much ever nf who is still largely unknown by the secular uh music community especially the secular hip-hop community came in and swiped it away with his latest album. Why are you so like surprised? I'm I'm not I'm just surprised. sitting over here like, yeah. I'm just like yeah. everybody else is so surprised. It has become such a big how did this happen moment in all the all the hip hop news and music news uh, websites right now. And like who is NF? That's so many like this is the second time this has happened. Shouldn't you all been asking that two years ago when Perception came out? Oh, but it's that he dethroned this, the, the Chance the Rapper's anticipated album, that it's just become such a bigger deal. Good job, NF. Congratulations to him. He's, of course, excited about it, too. He sent out a thank you to his fans uh, last week, saying that it was, and it was mainly because of uh, actual album sell, sales, like physical copies. Uh, Chance the Rapper had more streaming sales, but NF uh, had miles and miles more physical album sales that's kind of cool yeah which is rare yeah it's so rare to do that these days and it's because i mean it's because the big deal with streaming is that you don't have to buy a whole album you can buy the song that you like right and so the way that they chart that uh transition that into album sales is that per every 10 tracks that are sold uh digitally that equates to one album that makes sense yeah and so nf killed it just ran away with it and the fact that his album had something like 16 or 17 songs on it <laughs> didn't hurt either right with digital sales but yeah he just killed it killed it far and wide not in no contest i just wish you'd stop being so surprised <laughs> the album's great too hope you've heard it we added another song from them last week uh, it's probably all from the album that we'll add. Uh, it's already been added, but we've we did several of them. Good handful of that album. All right. Those pesky millennials are reportedly to blame for upsetting another unexpected industry. They've already killed napkins and all other kinds of weird things. Plastic straws. <laughs> this time, it's the razor business. Gosh. Procter & Gamble recently revealed they've taken an 8 billion dollar hit on Gillette 
citing millennial men's penchant for beards, a trend apparently hair to stay, the news report said for the time being. Through the last five years, the demand for shaving products in the American men's market has decreased by 11%, with the razors and blades market dropping in the worth uh, from $2.4 billion in 2015 to $2.2 billion in 2018, according to Euromonitor data. More beards, less shaving. I would also say that probably a big hit to Gillette would have been the uh, shave club, the dollar shave club. Yeah. That became a real popular thing real quick. Yeah. Because you got equivalent uh, razors for much cheaper. Yeah. Because, I mean, dang, it's like $14 to get a set of razors from Gillette. Yeah. I make mine last all year because I shave my head most of the time. I haven't shaved it in a few days, a few weeks now. But uh, I shave my head most of the time. I make it last all year long. Yeah. I, tr- I stretch those razors out until they're really cutting me up. Before I'll, before I'll throw him away. That looks like he's been attacked by a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until someone asks me, what's wrong with your head? I'm just going to keep using it. <laughs> what happened? I do think that I remember a time where you had a big old gash in your head. Yep. Every now and then that'll happen. Just yep. a little slice. No, it was a big just, old gash. Just a little, uh... I like how you say just a little slice. It was not just a little slice. Just, but okay. Like, make a sandwich with it. Oh, all right. When we come back, we discuss. Oh, no, I didn't change that. We're not done discussing that at all. When we come back, the 20 most bizarre, hilarious things to happen during a sermon. And we're going to play a game, too. So stick around. Enjoy this music break. It is Hip Hop Hump Day, which means we're going to start this music break with three Christian rap and hip hop songs from yesterday and today. Enjoy. We'll be back. Time for a first world church problem from Back Row Baptist. Oh, I accidentally highlighted the wrong verse in my Bible. Or can you salvage it? I ruined it. I gotta buy a whole nother one and start over. This has been a first world church problem. back to the back row morning show here on this wednesday morning it's the second hour and today we are going to start the second hour off with a game what last week we played bible or not which uh is a game that we played for a long time on the show long before the show even on the podcast and on our video series that we had and it's just been it's been a part of our 
It's been a part of our back row shows for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. And what's sad about it is that last week we realized as we played it, we've really gotten really good at it. And I figured out why. We talked about how this app has not been updated in a couple years now. And in fact, you can't even download it on Android stores at least. I'm not sure about uh, iPhone. But it's gone. Which means they haven't been adding anything. They haven't been adding new phrases and new anything for two years. Mm -hmm. Which means that it's probably going to be dropped. In fact, it is going to be dropped from our list of games. So today, we're going to play one last round. Viable or not. See who's the best. And why, why are you gritting your teeth over there? Because I don't like that it's going to be the last time I ever. know. And, it's like, just... this determines who's the best. I don't like oh. it. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's wrong. <laughs> we didn't discuss and agree on this. I think it's unnecessary. <laughs> what if you win? Will you still feel this way? No. Okay. Then. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that being the case, I will give you the option to choose who goes first, who guesses first. I'll go 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 first. Yes, I'll go first. Go first. Okay. All right. <laughs> We're going to do a best of 10. You can play along with us. And what this is, is these are quotes. Some of them are from the Bible. Some of them are from other sources. And we have to guess which are Bible and which are not. And we're going to do best of 10 and see uh, who's... The final champion of this game for the last time here on the back row. One, weave in faith and God will find the thread, Bible or not. Not. Correct. That was from Anonymous. <laughs> All right. The end of a thing is better than its beginning. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit, Bible or not. Not. Mm, wrong. What? The end of a thing is better than the beginning? Ecclesiastes 7 8. I really want to know what version they're using. <laughs> that. Mm. I don't like the end of a thing is better than the beginning. All right, number three. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Bible or not? Not. That was Spock. Star Trek, the second movie, I think, The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Uh, next up, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, Bible or not. Bible. Correct. Romans 13.1. The ends justify the means, Bible or not. Not. Correct. That was Ovid, a Latin writer from 43 B.C., through 18 AD. That's how long he was alive, I guess. Mm. Alright, so you're halfway through. Got four out of five. Number six. Those to whom evil is done do evil in return. Bible or not? I really want to say not, but I feel like it might be the be like the the beginning part of a much better story. <laughs> <laughs> a much better verse. Uh, I'm going to say not. Hmm. Correct. Okay. W.H. Auden, American poet. Hmm. Hiccups. 
We're born alone, we live alone, we die alone. Bible or not? Not. Correct. Orson Welles. Where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Bible or not? Did you say do vision? I said where there is no vision. No vision. No vision. <laughs> the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Bible. Oh, I thought it was not Bible, but it was. Proverbs twenty nine eighteen. Oh, goodness gracious, you're doing real good. Patience is a virtue, Bible or not. <laughs> Wide eyes. Because you hear that all the time, and it's a biblical trait. Not Bible. Not Bible? patience is a fruit of the Spirit. <laughs> okay. Gosh, you're right. William Langland, the vision of the Piers Plowman. Wow. Okay, one left. The fallen shall rise again. Bible or not? Not. Right. Transformers. Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> Yay, I only got one wrong. Dang it. And I'm still going to argue that one because I don't think Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes says anything about the beginning of it or the end of a thing is better than the beginning. Can't get out of the game. Get out. Get out. Get out. Okay. <laughs> if we're going to play this game, you need to hurry up because I'm about to fall asleep. Sorry. All right. All right. Whew. So Mo got nine out of ten. So I've got to beat her or at least tie to move on here. Oh, gosh. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. Not Bible. Correct. William Ernest Henley. He's wrong uh, about that, too. Huh? He wrong about that, he too. He is wrong about that. <laughs> God has shown me things, made certain ways clear to me. What? Ooh. Oh, no. Gosh. Mm. God has shown me things, made certain ways clear to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Just by the nature of having God in it makes you want to automatically say Bible, but I don't. I don't feel like I can mess up any of these. Uh, I have no grace here. Uh. Bible. Wrong. No. Richard Pryor. What? Yep. <laughs> Richard Pryor. <laughs> your boy from Peoria, Illinois. Ugh. <laughs> uh. All right, are you ready? Yes. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. See, that's like the patience is a virtue thing. It sounds very like a biblical concept, but I don't know if those exact words were in the Bible. Bible. Correct. Oh, Colossians okay. 3, 2. See, now every single one of these is, if I get it wrong, the game's over. So I'm going to have this pressure for the rest <laughs> of the game. Oh. Ready? Yeah. The crown has fallen from our head. Woe to us, for we have sinned. Oh, what on earth? What? I'm getting much more difficult ones than you, I feel. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. The crown has fallen from our heads. Not Bible. 
Wrong. It's Lamentations 516. They hit everything. <laughs> ah! Do over. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just don't feel like it was right. I just don't feel like this should be the end-all be-all. But I really do. Because I'm the champion. Everyone remember Mo is better than Matt. Nobody can hear you. Really? They can't hear me no. whisper? That's dumb. It's how his work. <laughs> All right. You yell at me for yelling into the mic, and then yes, when I whisper talk, into the mic, you yell at me. Just talk a normal volume. How they, difficult is that? Well, because it it was <laughs> more intense with the whisper. Well, then you gotta whisper loudly. You gotta go like this, really loud whispering. You can't just go like because no one can hear you. I just tried to do it, and I can't do it because you're not gonna hear me. I bet you everyone heard me. I'm gonna have to turn you up. Turn it up. <laughs> Congratulations, Mo. You are forever known as the final champion of uh, Bible or Not. I don't want to be forever known as the final champion of Bible or Not. I want to be forever known as knowing my Bible better than Matt. That is not accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any proof at the moment. But I will find it. A Florida teacher has been fired for giving her students zeros for missing assignments. Good for Florida. What? No, yeah. Yeah. Diane Diane Tirado has been a teacher for years. Most recently, she was an eighth grade history teacher at Westgate K-8 school in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Uh, Diane recently gave her students two weeks to complete an Explorer Notebook project, but several students simply didn't hand it in. Since there was zero work done, Diane gave them zeros. She got fired for it. The elementary school has a rule called the no zero policy. The lowest possible grade the teachers can give students is a 50, even if they don't turn anything in. Well then. (laughs) What do you think about that as both a former student and a parent? I think, okay. Um, as a former student, I would be begging my parents to move to Florida. <laughs> um, because if I can do nothing and get a 50, then I feel like I can at least turn in a paper with my handwriting on it and the numbers. And to be sure, I can get a 70, and a 70 is a passing grade. Right. So <laughs> I would have been like a shoe-in for the valedictorian in my... <laughs> In my graduating class had I gone to this high school. Oh, I would have God. at least gotten some sort of scholarship to college. Right, yeah. Oh, you didn't get any scholarships? I barely graduated. <laughs> I had to take night classes my senior year to oh, get enough credits no to graduate. That's no fun at all. Yeah, because I was a terrible student. <laughs> I did. I was the one who didn't turn anything in, ever. Mm. Ever. Never turned anything in. I know. I don't. Yeah, I, you brought that on yourself. I one hundred percent. I was a bad student in seventh and eighth grade. Like once I got to junior high school, I was like I didn't care anymore. Yeah. But then I got in some severe trouble with my parents, and they said, "Look, well, I'm not going to repeat what they <laughs> how said. angry they were, but uh, I was motivated." <laughs> 
And in ninth grade, I got all A's, and I stepped, stayed that way through the rest of high school. See, now Chris and I are very similar in this way, okay? I got to high school and was pretty much told by multiple teachers, I'm never going to be any more than a C student, so why should I try? And Chris was told by his Spanish teacher, Chris has a twin brother. He has a brother and sister who are twins. They're five years older than him. And they are, they were always straight A students, always followed all the rules, very good kids. Chris was the total opposite. And his Spanish teacher told him in high school, you will never amount to what your brother was. Don't even try. So Chris and I both were like, and we didn't know each other in high school, lived in two separate states. At that point, Chris and I were both like, okay, fine. We will scrape by by the skin of our teeth. We will do as little as we possibly can. If that's all that you expect from us, that's all we're going to give. And that was not the right mindset by any means. I wish that I would have gone the other route and proved everybody wrong and been like this crazy straight A student, but I just wasn't. Wow. So now as parents... Our kids have never... So Cannon made his first C last year. And it's because PE is stupid. The way that grading <laughs> is scaled in PE, it's dumb. Um, I mean, seriously, what what competitive gymnast do you know that makes a C for the year in physical education? Right, he won a gold medal. <laughs> National level. Anyway. He should be able to turn that in at the desk. Right. Gold medal. A plus. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's taking everything in me to not go argue this grade hmm. with the administration. Because that's on, like, it's on his report card forever and ever and ever. He got a C in PE. <laughs> anyway, so because Chris and I dealt with the struggle that we dealt with, we, like, instill in our kids. You have no one to prove anything to except for yourself. Yeah. So always be the best that you can be. That's good. Yeah. So anyway, I would have um, really enjoyed going to <laughs> what Westgate School. But at the same time, you think if your kid deserved a zero, like he earned a zero. Yeah. He should get a zero. Heck yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> but when you have to run a mile on a weekly basis and if you don't beat your time every week, if you don't beat your time every week, you get an F, I think that's ridiculous <laughs> yeah well that is ridiculous that's a ridiculous thing i do remember when i was in gym in i think uh eighth or ninth grade we had to do the presidential fitness thing mm-hmm. and that started by running a mile and then you yep. had to beat that time and i remember i purposefully went really slow for the first one yeah <laughs> so i knew i'd be able to beat it yeah like yeah that's the plan man you just gotta go really super slow that first week and then just slowly ramp that up yep to where you're actually at. So they only have to take, have to take PE in sixth grade. The rest of the time they are not forced to take it. And so Topher, his sixth grade year, he listened to the entire instructions. He listened to, okay, you're going to run this first week and then for the rest of the year you're going to try and beat that time. So he did that. Mm. He went very, very slow, practically walking it without walking it that first week and was able to beat it the entire school year. Cannon heard... You have to run the mile. And he's like, I'm booking it to prove how fast I can run it. Right. And then every time he either just barely beat it or didn't beat it. Wow. Yep. 
Yeah, so. that's the danger. And at that point, I was the mom that was like, if you're not going to beat it, then take the zero for Pete's sake. Either way, you're getting an F, but don't kill yourself to run a stupid mile. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I think of stories like my older brother, my brother Mike, who was six foot six in high school. And like you've seen this on movies and TV shows and stuff, but you don't really ever hear about it really happening uh, at a local level. But my brother was a star of the basketball team. And so he could just leave class and go shoot hoops, practice, whatever. And they would just give him A's for mm-hmm. work that he never did. Mm-hmm. And he today, he looks back on that and said, man, I really wish they had like taught me mm-hmm. in school and not mm-hmm. given me that freedom. Because at the time, I was all about that freedom. Yeah. But now, I don't know as much as I could have. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have failed out of college and you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Detrimental both ways. It is. <laughs> don't give them grades they don't deserve when they're failing, and don't give them grades they don't deserve because they're good at sports. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, why give the kid a good grade in school that didn't earn it? Yeah. And get them a scholarship into college, but yet the kid who's made straight A's his entire life can barely make it to college. Mm-hmm. Because those scholarships are all gone already. Yeah, all messed up. It's messed up, guys. That's what get we're it saying. together, people. Get, get it together. together. All right. So our main topic today. We had a couple heavier topics earlier this week with Monday and Tuesday. So and I'm exhausted be, now. We're trying to be lighthearted today. Today we're visiting uh, our facts and trends friends over at factsandtrends.net. Uh, and it's not really an article. They kind of made it into an article, but essentially it's just a Twitter game that they played. Uh, and this is Josh Revis. Uh, and he posted on Twitter, the most bizarre thing that ever happened while I was preaching was dot, dot, dot. And then he had people respond and he picked some of his favorites. Uh, there are 20 here. I doubt we'll go through all 20, but we'll go through some of them and kind of comment on them. Okay. Uh, so the first one comes from TJ Joy. She said, in college, I was preaching to a student ministry with two students in attendance. Both got up to use the restroom at the same time. I continued preaching to the empty room. Unsurprisingly, no one responded to the message that night. Imagine that situation. As a, as a, as a preacher, you're preaching the message and the two people that are there to listen both get up and go to the bathroom. Do you stop? I would have stopped. Do you stop and wait for them to come back? Okay, now that you're back, we'll continue on. No, like it's a I, I would not have thought that they were going to the bathroom. Would I totally would have either. thought they were done. I said something that offended them, and I would have been like, and see. <laughs> well, I got halfway through the sermon. That's 10 minutes longer than last time. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nope. That would be so awkward and painful. Because you're in college, so I'm assuming that means you're just, like, starting mm-hmm. to learn to do this and uh-huh. all that. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Gosh. Mm-hmm. All right, next one comes from Brad Cohn. He says, our church did an anniversary service at the lakeside. And uh, their pastor had a lady doing yoga on a paddleboard behind him for about 80% of his sermon. Nice. (laughs) Just right behind. Downward dog. In front of everybody. Yep. Yep, that'd be fun. Perfect. Clayton King said... 
uh, one, uh, a student, or I guess he had two different ones. So the, a student decided that he didn't like what uh, in-laws were saying. So he came on stage with me and tried to wrestle the handheld mic out of my hands. No way he was getting that mic from me. Uh, no, say, okay, he says in-laws. It says I was, sorry. He misspelled something. Didn't like what I was saying, so he came on stage with me to try to wrestle the handheld mic out of my hand. Got up. Tried to talk. I would have done that. That's awkward. Yeah. I've seen stuff like that happen, not with disagreements, but like with agreements, and they want to come up and share their own story in the middle of the sermon. What? I'm like, stop it. <laughs> it's not the place or the time. Really? And, but there are some churches that are like that, that feel like, I got a word from the Lord, so they get to stand up and they get to say something. And that's like an approved thing. And I'm like, that's so... It's so theologically dangerous. Theologically dangerous. It's super dangerous. <laughs> because then what do you do if it's not mm-hmm. s- sound, if it's not accurate, what do you do? <laughs> uh, everyone just disregard what Sister Clary said. <laughs> there was this... Um... I don't know if you saw it. The video was going around a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, maybe, of this uh, female pr- prosperity gospel, false prophecy uh, evangelist lady that travels around. And she pulled this guy out of the audience and, and said, I, I'm receiving a prophecy about you. And, and, you know, God has good things for your life and he's got plans for you and has and said some very specific things and just, you know, he knew God was speaking through me to you and wanted me to say this to you today. And uh, then she said, uh, would you like to say anything in response to this? And what she didn't realize is that she had picked out a pastor from the town who came to survey what was happening, not to support what was happening. And so he started off very nice and he was addressing the audience and said, you know, we, as Christians, you know, we believe that we need to uplift each other and pray for each other and, and uh, focus on, on growing in, 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 you know, theology and doctrine. And, and I just want all of y'all to know that we really need to pray for this woman here, <laughs> that her false teaching will not, uh, <laughs> will not corrupt our, 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 our citizens in our town and the churches in our area, but we really need to pray for her as well, that you will find Jesus and that she <laughs> have the mic back from him and, and said, I, you know, I, uh, disavow all this, disavow that, disavow this, uh, not realize nobody, no, and you know, there's several intendants who are just booing at this point because they're yeah. here to hear her. Yeah. You're like, Seriously, that doesn't give you pause that she just said God was speaking a word to her about him through that. Right. And then that clearly wasn't what was happening at all. Yeah. How can she be wrong about something that God is prophesying to her? That's saying that God's wrong. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yep. that's, that's the reverse of the danger. I mean, that's the exact kind of thing that would happen in reverse. That you're, you know, you're, you're risking someone coming up with weird false doctrine. Yep. And bad theology. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Matt Carter said the most bizarre thing, thing that ever happened while he was preaching was the stage broke in two and completely collapsed underneath him. That'll stop your sermon real quick. That'll stop you from going to lunch. <laughs> That'll make everybody think, oh, God didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
I need to recheck my theology here. One second. I need some exegesis uh, checkups. Yeah. Check exegesis before you exegesis. All right, y'all. The next one comes from Dan Summerlin. He said, I was preaching at a revival and I was giving the invitation. The cuckoo clock above my head started going off. Did not know it was there. The family had given it to the church 50 years previously and they put it in the auditorium in the front of the church to honor that family. But it scared the bejesus out of him. Just having... During the invitation. That's yeah, the that's, worst time. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically saying, wrap it up. <laughs> right? Cuckoo, cuckoo. Wrap it up and you're nuts. Either one of them. I don't understand why they put it in the sanctuary. Why would, yeah, why would it be in the sanctuary? There's or so many was, other places. If it was, why would it be on? Like, why would it yeah. be activated? Yeah. Put it up as a decoration, sure. Don't put a cuckoo clock. A clock that makes noise. <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. Church Curmudgeon had one, but... Um, it wasn't very funny, which is sad. I feel like they just added him in there because he was church curmudgeon. Come on, Josh. You don't gotta. You don't gotta pander to the biggest Twitter Christian anon out there. He's got plenty of fans. Is he the biggest one out there? <laughs> he is. Yeah, he was like the first one, huh. the first Twitter anon, and inspired all the others, or at least the first one that got popular. Huh. Uh, let's see here. Shane Pruitt said, "Preaching a wedding." A lady in overalls with a buzz cut and a smoker's voice kept yelling that she objected as a joke. I ignored her, but the groom finally said, Shut up, Aunt Bertha! True story. Ministry in Texas. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) I object! Every five minutes. Sounds valid. Oh, gosh, that's funny. (laughs) Uh, Sam Rayner will do one more and then we'll take a break. Sam Rayner said, I puked in a live mic and then passed out. And then there was a time uh, a brother lit his little sister's hair on fire. And then the time our intern burned uh, burned scones in the kitchen and set off all the fire alarms. Well, three things happened. I feel like our pastor nearly threw up recently on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Like he was wobbly and woozy. He got through it. But I felt like he was just a couple minutes away from just porking right there on stage. There's no coming back from that visually. Everyone's going to remember that forever if it actually happens. You know? Do you not like the word horking? Does that disgust you? So (laughs) there are some words. (laughs) What what are they called? When the word sounds like... Onomatopoeia? Yes. Yeah. So a lot of onomatopoeias I can't do. (laughs) You think horking is one of them? Yes, that's what it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me. <laughs> Just with that, you convinced me. Yeah, it does sound like that, doesn't it? Yes. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I just can't do them. Oh, goodness gracious. When we come back, we will share more bizarre sermon stories from this Facts and Trends article. Uh, but first, it is Hip Hop Hump Day, which means hip we're going to off this next music break with three hip hop and rap songs in the Christian genre from yesterday and today. Stick around. We'll be back at the top of the hour.
Hey, have you heard? We're so glad that you're listening to the Back Row Morning Show in its podcast form. But we hear there's actually an entire radio station that plays some amazing Christian music throughout the show and all day long. We've heard and now you have too. Join us at BackRowRadio.com and stream online or download our free app for iPhone and Android. Backrow Radio, Christian music in every flavor. Morning show here on this Wednesday morning. Wednesday. Wednesday morning. Uh, we've been having a good old time today talking about random things and weirdo stuff. And we are uh, discussing in depth today a fun article called The 20 Most Bizarre and Hilarious Things That Have Happened During Sermons. Really happened during sermons. This is from Facts and Trends. Uh, comes from Josh Revis and a fun Twitter game that he played uh, online. And we've just kind of been going through them and reacting to them ourselves. They're fun. And so we are on Tyler Armstrong. We're just going to pick right back up. He said that I was preaching and a lady in the back of the room says, Preacher, I got a question. I stopped and responded, Yes, ma'am. I was not prepared for what was going to happen. She said, Do you realize our government has been lying to us about the moon landing? We ain't never been there. I never once mentioned the moon landing in my sermon up to this point. Those kind (laughs) of... I had a... Poor Grandma Edith. I was at the church for 4th of July. I was here getting stuff ready for the 4th of July thing that we were going to have. And someone rang our doorbell. And so I went to the office and I opened the door. And it was some old guy that I think I've seen once, maybe. But he didn't know my name. I didn't know his name. He's all, I just had a question. He's all, if Adam and Eve were, you know, I don't remember the question. But it's just out of nowhere, for no reason, just some random thing that he thought of. I said, you know, that's a good question. I don't, I don't really feel prepared to answer that question right now. You can come talk to our pastor some Sunday or something if you really want to know. But it's something, and it's something silly. It's something that didn't really have anything to do with doctrine. It was just like, how did Adam and Eve do this or that? Uh, I'm like, uh, or no, it was about the flood. It was about Noah's flood. If Noah's flood, uh, he had all these animals on there or something. Why didn't they eat each other? Some something along those lines. And I'm like, I just, I can't deal with these weirdo questions. Can't deal. <laughs> all right. The most bizarre thing that ever happened while I was preaching was Toby DeHay says church member came in mid-sermon looking for his lost cell phone in one of our pews. I stopped preaching and asked if I could help him. Yeah, I lost my phone. Would you mind helping me look for it? We didn't find it. He left. We all laughed. I finished preaching. 
Good times. <laughs> okay. So obtuse. What's worse is the people that their phone's ringing in the service, and it's ringing out loud, and they know it's ringing, but they're going to answer it. So they don't... <laughs> your phone's ringing, too, while it we're is. talking. And so they don't stop the ring, because they no, know they're going to answer they it. Pick it so they, they pick say, it up and they say... Hold, hold on, on, I'm in church. I'm in church. Hold on just one second. Hold on. Hold on. I can't hear you right now. Hold on. Shut up! <laughs> just in the call, say no, decline it, walk out, call them back. It's that simple. Yeah. They're free nowadays, guys. Pretty much. You're paying unlimited no matter what you're doing. You're not having to pay per minute anymore. Unless you're on a track phone. <laughs> Yeah, that drives oh, me nuts. Oh, there's then, so many, not so many. There's just a handful. Someone that I would love to call out, but I won't. <laughs> and then there's the people who step right outside the doors of the sanctuary into and the front lobby. And then talk and have their and conversation. Think, yeah, and think that's soundproof. Hey, yeah, sorry. That's when it's the sound man's job to step out and say, yeah, these walls are not soundproof. Will you shut up? Go away now! <laughs> oh, man. Most bizarre thing ever happened in the preacher while I was preaching was Michael Kelly said someone tried to break into a car in the parking lot. Men ran outside to stop him, surrounded his car, uh, but eventually the guy ran into my father-in-law, driving with him on the hood for a bit in the parking lot before he got off. Oh, my word. Father-in-law wasn't hurt badly, but ha- but it was hard to finish the sermon after that. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a pastor. I, these are like the kind of things that I wish Kevin were here for to have. <laughs> but I think I, I wouldn't stay for the rest of service. I don't. I would. Be rattled. Yeah. You politely and kindly dismiss and handle business. Well, we'll pick this up next week, guys. Yeah. Just go home. The Lord had other plans for today. <laughs> Scott Douglas said the most bizarre thing that ever happened to him while he was preaching was a lady took a big drink of ranch dressing what? on the second row because, as she said, it keeps my throat from drying out. Now, the way it's worded, I can't picture if she just had, like, a bottle of it in her purse and took a drink of it, or if she literally took a cup full of ranch dressing with her, like a cup of water, and was sipping on it throughout the sermon. <laughs> but, see, I don't, I, I mean, yeah, I guess he could have asked at the end, what exactly are you drinking? But for just the first initial, like, hearing it, I'm thinking she's got a, a bottle. bottle of ranch dressing, <laughs> and she squeezed that thing, and... You know, made the sound. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that noise. Mary looks mm. over at her. She, well, it keeps my throat from drying out. <laughs> much better than water. It's got so much more flavor. <laughs> I water it down. It's got water in it. Uh, gross. 
The most bizarre thing that ever happened while I was preaching, Kenny Rager says, in church planting, we had all kinds of bizarre things. One funny event was when an old man answered his phone and started talking loudly. This didn't happen just once, but twice. I can't really talk now. Preacher is preaching. What? I can't hear you. Speak up. Exactly what we were talking about. Yep. Hilarious. Yep. All right, Jill Dave said mid sermon a local wanderer who had been around before who had been around before came in carrying a small suitcase. He walked all the way to the second row and sat down. Then he got his coke and snack out of his suitcase like he was at the movies. Pastor tried hard not to chuckle. <laughs> I mean, got my coke, got my popcorn. That's that's the way to do it. Gonna watch me some Jesus. I don't understand what the big deal is. <laughs> I am regularly eating sunflower seeds and drinking a diet Dr. Pepper during Sunday morning service in the sound booth. (laughs) You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. Right? Yeah. Keeps me awake. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? Uh, I was preaching, Thomas Scarbo said, I was preaching with my phone on the pulpit uh, for keeping time and said the word serious, to which Siri answered, how may I help you? Well, yeah, yeah, see that happening. Yep, totally. Uh, the time my iPad went down and a senior screamed from the back, "Now get a real Bible!" <laughs> That's that just hurt. wrong. That would hurt as a pastor. Yeah, that would be painful. <laughs> Guest speaker's phone rang in his pocket, and he got mad and stopped preaching until whoever was being so disrespectful turned off the ringer. <laughs> It comes from a guy named Chris Allen. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I could see that happening. Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right, let's see who else we got here. Gary Yates. So the guy stopped the service and asked us to pray that Jeff Gordon would not win the race that day. <laughs> we are we are a, a Jimmy Johnson church. That's his name, right? Jimmy yes. Johnson. There is a Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> oh gosh. But uh, in those days it would have been Dale Earnhardt. Just saying. In in what days? Of of. In your days? No. What was his name again? Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon. There we go. They were like the big rivals, Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. Oh yeah. All I remember about Jeff Gordon is that he was like the celebrity darling for a while of NASCAR, and that he was in. I know he was sponsored by Pepsi and Lay's and whatever, but he was in a bunch of Pepsi and Lay's commercials for all their special stuff. Then he was in a comic book with Superman. Like it was Superman meets Jeff Gordon. Okay. It was very interesting. All right, the last one that we have here is from Josh Schmidt. He said, really loud bell dinged. Pianist got up and started playing me down. I preached for 15 more minutes out of spite. <laughs> wow. That would be weird. Yeah. Sermon over. 
<laughs> Laying you off like it's the Emmy Awards or whatever. Oscars. That's kind of funny. <laughs> anyway, there are more of these. We did not read all of them, uh, and I'm sure there's even more on Twitter. He just picked the 20 of his favorites for this article. But go find us at factsandtrends.net. Article uh, by Josh Rivas called The 20 Most Bizarre and Hilarious Things to Happen During a Sermon. Uh, very entertaining. We've got, a, we've got a few of these. We have someone in our Facebook group. I think his name is Logan, who's been doing this himself in the Facebook group. He's been doing a topic of discussion and it's like all these funny, what's the weirdest things happen here? And it's always some Christian scenario. And I haven't caught a lot of them until just recently. He's done like five or six of them already. And most of them have had a lot of responses. See, we so got too to... much stuff going on on our Facebook <laughs> group. I'm all. missing all the, the stuff. But I'm going to have to go through those and, and use some of them for the show because they look pretty entertaining. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll look for that next week. Stick around. We will be back at the end of the hour to close out the show. The Back Row Rap Block. Two hours of the best Christian rap and hip-hop from yesterday and today. Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. Only on Battle Radio. Back row morning show as we close out the show for the day. We've got your Bible verse and thought for the day. Bible verse for the day is Revelations 3.20. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with that person and they with me. And our thought for the day comes from Revive Our Hearts. When we go through tough times, it's easy to feel as if God has forgotten us. But God is always at work in our lives, accomplishing His purposes. Thanks for joining us today. We're here every Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific, with an encore at 10 Eastern and 7 Pacific. Our podcast is available in the afternoons at BackerRadio.com. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and YouTube. And go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Backrow Radio, and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to BRBChurch.com. That is it for today's show. Mo, what's the final word? Matt's doing a little dance in his chair. <laughs> That's because I have to pee. <laughs> if you need us, we'll be in the back. Bye! <laughs>